Hi there, this is James Eek, and you're listening to Warrior's Way Podcast, episode 77. First off, thanks so much to everyone who's been checking out the Warrior's Way Podcast on Patreon. If you don't know, you will now. We have a bunch of awesome videos on there. Everything from meditation to fighting with a cane and more videos coming soon. So if you'd like to add some more to your training, other than just this podcast for your ears, just go to Patreon and search for Warrior's Way Podcast and subscribe. Then you can help support what we're trying to do here on this podcast. Uh, And you get some cool martial arts and training tips as a result. And a gold star from me. So there you go. Warriors Way on Patreon. Do it. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. This is something I heard a lot when I was a kid starting in the martial arts almost 40 years ago. And I've been really blessed in this life with the likes of Richard Kim, Dan Inosanto, Jean-Jacques Machado, and a whole bunch of others showing me the ropes of the martial arts. You could do worse. A lot of people have good teachers, but not many have a legend as their teacher, and I seem to keep being blessed with them. I've always been really grateful for this. Actually, more like blessed. These days, the list of teachers I wish I could train with isn't very deep, to be honest. There's jiu-jitsu icon Hickson Gracie, He's still there. Some of our paths have not quite converged yet. There was another, but I'll tell you a little bit about it. I first heard of Steve Maxwell years ago. Occasionally he would pop up on my radar on this podcast or that podcast. I read about him as one of the top trainers in the world in men's health. Then somewhere around... I think it was 2015, I read a book by Born to Run author Christopher McDougall. And he writes about Steve's minimalist view of life and his life-changing views of fitness and martial arts. To say my interest was suddenly piqued is an understatement. Add to this that once I started looking more into Steve Maxwell and finding out he was not only one of the first people who invested time and effort into the UFC, but he was the first non-Brazilian to teach Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in the U.S. out of his school in Philadelphia called Maxercise. He was also Helson Gracie's first non-Brazilian black belt. After that, I started to hunt down anything I could on Steve his multiple appearances on Joe Rogan, anything he had written or had been written about him. And when you're one of the best on the planet for jiu-jitsu, fitness, mobility, and a bunch of other things, it's not too hard to find material to read, to listen, or to watch. Go ahead, go on Google and you'll see. I decided then that I was going to go to some South American country I can't quite recall. And was, he was headed to, to teach a week-long camp. I was going to go to it. I got my shots, and I looked into flights, but then news came out about some kind of political unrest and people being killed. And despite emails from Steve's people telling me that all would be good, my own work with the Army made it a little difficult to get my chain of command behind signing a leave pass for me flying down to somewhere that might not be 100% kosher. 
Over the next few years, I tried to get my schedule to work, to jet off to train with him in Greece or New York or the UK, but something kept getting in the way every time. Then about a year ago, I saw he was going to be in Vancouver, BC, and I sent a message to him again about maybe him making the trip over to my school in Victoria, which is really just a ferry ride away from Vancouver. Not only was I amazed that he said yes, but more blown away when it all worked out and he was actually on the ground on the island I call home. After picking him up at the airport and driving the 30 minutes back into town, chatting all the way about life and training and jujitsu and everything else, I had to keep reminding myself that number one, yes, this was really happening and not a dream. And number two, despite the fact I'd been following him for maybe a decade, I was just really getting to know the guy. What blew me away even more was that on that ride, Steve and his girlfriend Teresa told me that despite traveling the world as a wandering nomad for years, teaching and training around the world with no home to go back to, that they had decided to settle down in a tiny home, only one short ferry ride away from me in Washington State. Yeah. I had to blink, and I asked them to repeat what they'd said. Laughing, they said, yeah, they were going to be making a home just across the street from where I lived. I can remember driving down the highway saying to myself that this world-class, six-degree jiu-jitsu black belt, fitness and mobility icon was literally being dropped into my neighborhood. Steve has been back in my school since then, And just recently, I personally got back from heading over to train with him in his neck of the woods. And to say that he hasn't completely changed my view of training and how it's done would be an understatement. For those of you who don't know too much about me, I've been a fitness freak most of my life. And of course, like I said, a martial artist since childhood, about 40 years. I did CrossFit before anyone had heard about it, pretty much. I remember getting weird looks from people. I've done endless courses and set myself out to learn to and to be my best that I can be. That's probably why this podcast exists. I've drunk the Kool-Aid of more than a few trends before deciding they sucked (laughs) and have remained mostly open-minded about new things and more than a few old ones. What I never expect so much is to have my mind completely blown. But when I made the trip to train with Steve, where I met him at the SBG gym that he's teaching out of, when he walked through the door, gave me a big hug, told me how good it was to see me, it was that kind of 100% genuine that you can't help but feel great, not only about yourself, but this fellow human being you've managed to latch on to somehow. He took me for a quick tour, but as a dojo mat rat, I've seen more martial arts schools than I think I can count. That said, this school in the small town, Washington State, is awesome. It's a fantastic school. But what blew me away was when he took me into the back room that serves as his personal Steve Maxwell make magic happen space. It was Spartan. A rack, some bands, a bench, 
and a couple other things, but mostly a completely empty room. You have to understand, this is the guy who pretty much made kettlebells a thing. And in the room, there was nothing to lift. As if reading my surprise, he smiled and he looked at me and he said, James, the world is your gym. This is just where we get stronger, more mobile, and learn how to add 20 years to your jiu-jitsu, if not to our lives. <laughs> Suddenly, my son's comment to me when he'd met Steve at my school came back into my head. He said, Dad, you're like a Jedi, but Steve Maxwell, he's a Jedi master. <laughs> and I couldn't have said it better. His training space blew my mind. And his comment, well, it was 100% in line with the observation. He was a Jedi master. For the next hour, what Steve put me through was without a doubt the hardest workout of my life. Now, I know what you're thinking. How? <laughs> or, man, you must have done a lot of squats, pull-ups, and push-ups, but there weren't any. In fact, all we did was a whole bunch of things with 90 seconds of work. 90 seconds of work. <laughs> Sounds not really so hard, right? Well, I would have doubted it too. But what we did was a complete overhaul of everything that I thought I knew. Steve admitted that up until not all that long ago, he didn't realize how amazing a workout could be if you do it right and with enough time figuring out things how they should be. So what was a workout? Well, to be honest, I'm going to leave that to you to do some research on Steve Maxwell's website. Or you can probably track down a video of him with the host of London Real doing something very similar. Basically, you're doing a complete full body workout that is not only a killer, but will have you sweating and wondering if you're going to make it through the remainder of the 90 seconds, or at least without crying. And for a guy who is rarely sore from a workout, I was sore for days. The next day, Steve and I hit the mats, and he not only blew me away with stories of training with jiu-jitsu pioneer Elio Gracie, but completely changed the way I look at some simple techniques that I thought I actually understood only making me realize all that more, how much more I have to learn despite training for four decades. When a student is ready, the teacher appears. Those words can be more important to me right now. I turned 50 this year, and for a bunch of reasons, as usual, some of my own cause and some outside of my control, it's been a hard year of change for me. I've been seeing myself and my world and everything else a whole lot differently than I've ever seen things before. I have almost no doubt that this is exactly why Steve Maxwell has suddenly appeared in my life like he has. Sometimes we need a teacher to show us a whole new way of looking at things, a whole new way of doing things, a whole new way of living. And like the saying goes, if you have the sense to see it, 
and to be there, the teacher will bring that to you and will probably appear right where and when you need them. When I'm with Steve Maxwell, I feel like a complete beginner again. And believe it or not, I love it. I love that feeling. I love being in awe of the training and of the teachings and of the stories. I love being challenged. I love learning. If you are interested in Steve Maxwell and all the amazing things he does, do not delay and check out his website. He's got a whole bunch of videos and ebooks and things like that. Pick them up. For me, I've already booked a weekend trip back to train with him and to continue to witness the magic and amazement that can happen in this life when you are open to it and invited into you. And when that happens, man, anything's possible. Magic. That's what happens. So there you go. Let's go to the question of the week. I still want to talk about Steve Maxwell. (laughs) Check him out. I'm not joking. Do it. Question of the week. You've mentioned before that you need a martial art that makes sense for real life. But what the heck does that mean? Isn't everything real life? (laughs) Uh, Great question. Yeah, of course everything is real life. Except for those video games. (laughs) Okay, maybe those are real life too. Not really. Anyhow, what I'm saying is that you need to make sure you have your bases covered for life. You need a martial art that improves your life and makes you want to be better. You have to look at yourself, say, three or five or ten or twenty years down the road, and the person that is training should be a better version of you than the one that started. This means your outlook on life your inner workings, your preparation for whatever life throws your way. This means that you need to have everything from realistic self-defense to mindfulness covered. You need to be able to deal with and defend yourself as best you can, regardless of what gets thrown at you. In terms of martial art, that means you need a weapon system, a striking system, a grappling system, You also need a fitness program you're dedicated to. And you need to learn to breathe and to relax and to look inward. So there you go. You need to train for real life, just like I said. (laughs) Good question. All right, and I think that draws things to close for another week. So, like I mentioned at the beginning, um, check us out on Patreon. Uh, All you have to do is... Go do a Google search for Patreon, and then when you get on there, do a search for Warrior's Way Podcast, and then subscribe. And I'm, I've been putting new videos on there pretty much every week lately, um, and I'm just going to keep doing them. So you're going to have a whole lot of videos to sort through, and you might as well get at it now. It's basically a way for me to add more to what we're trying to do with the podcast, because um, if I don't have videos, then man, why not? And plus, it uh, with it being a subscription type of thing, it obviously helps keep this thing going. So if you're a constant listener and you love this podcast, get on there and help me out, man. Uh, <laughs> and you get something for it, obviously. 
because I'm putting my knowledge and ability out there for you to use, which is pretty cool, I think. Um, also, we have Warriors Wave Podcast Army t- t-shirts available. You can find those through our Facebook page. So hunt down the Warriors Wave Podcast on Facebook and search through there and you'll find it. Um, of course, you can also find my Martial Arts Academy on Facebook too. That's the Eek Academy of Martial Arts. I have tons of stuff that I post on there um, and I have been for a lot longer than the Warriors Way podcast has been around. So if you want lots more, go on there and like that page. Um, Also, if you really dig what I've been throwing down, uh, I've written a couple books. Um, One is named after the the podcast. It's called Warriors Way, A Guide to Lifelong Learning in the Martial Arts. And there is a second one called Wolf in the Woods. And it is literally about running into a wolf in the woods and what happened and how that changed my view on training. Um, You can get both of those on Amazon, either as a real paper book, or you can download the eBooks for Kobo and for Kindle. Um, Also, check us out on Instagram. We don't have a Warrior's Way podcast uh, page, but we do have an Eek Academy of Martial Arts page where I put stuff for both Warriors Way podcast and the Academy. That way, you know, you're getting everything and it saves me time because to be honest with you, I would rather be on the mats or hanging out with people like Steve Maxwell than posting everything to 50 billion different Instagram pages. Got it? Cool. All right, and that's all I've got for you. Get out there tonight or today or this morning or tomorrow and train hard. Get on those mats. Have fun. Be a great friend. And like I say, try to make this world a better place because you know what? This is all we've got, man. There might be other places out there in the cosmos, but uh, I doubt many of them are as awesome as the one we have here. Look around you and see. Thanks a lot.